Hi everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Tea Thrills. I'm your host, Atheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Hi guys, so it is a week. Um, Nintendo reported their quarterly financial reports. I okay, the Nintendo Switch has officially beaten the Nintendo 3DS in terms of sales. The Nintendo 3DS now sits at 75.94 million units sold, while the Nintendo Switch sits at 79.87 million units sold. As of December 31st, 2020, do you wrap your head around that but hold on hold on here are the real numbers that that still gets me Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is sitting at 33. 41 million pieces sold. And then Animal Crossing New Horizon is sitting at 31.18 million sold. I didn't think this was going to get that big. But it is. Right now, Super Smash Brothers, which is sitting at number three, is 22.85 million. The Legend of Zelda is sitting at 21.45. You know, look, I will say this again and again. You can say all that you want when it comes to Nintendo hardware and sometimes they hardware maybe but most times not sometimes but majority of the time their software I mean their hardware is just barely there like this is only 1080p hardware anyone else is doing 4k right now okay The one thing you can guarantee is that Nintendo fans, I myself included, we buy our games. We buy our games. It's it's just something about I 
but this is how I always feel these games. Do I play Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on a daily? No, I don't. I may have not played that game in the last three months. But here's the thing. This is where the magic comes in. This is where when you get a game, this is how a game can stand the test of time. I can go to that game right now. And I can play that game as if it was brand new. That's the magic of it. Are they going to bring out 9? Yes, they very well may be working on it, but they're not going to announce it. Because that game is number one on this platform. And then... Here comes Animal Crossing, and I expressed this to you guys before. And a lot of people chuck it up to the pandemic, and that very well may be true. That very well may be true. But I'm gonna let you guys know the reason why this game is selling so well is because there's a lot of turmoil in the world and this game is very relaxing it just it's, it's an escape it's the same with minecraft it's why these games sell so well it's 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 an escape and don't get me wrong every game is pretty much an escape but majority of those games are moments you go through you you jump in you go on a journey and sometimes that journey has a like every game pretty much has a a point where it ends with Animal Crossing and Minecraft, even I would even venture into WoW. Those games, those games can go on and go on and go on and go on. And a lot of people bought Animal Crossing because it's so calming right now. And it's, a, it's, it's actually a good game you can just check in with. On a day-to-day basis, I've played this game every single day since its release. Now, the reason why I keep checking in with this game is because I like to collect things. And I love to collect sets of things. And there is a particular cute set that I want. And I will have it. And I will continue to play this game until I have what I want. Now that's just me. But again, I know the reason why. Because I don't like... I just need to play it. It's an escape for me. 
Now, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, of course, it's gonna, it's, it's still gonna sell. They're still dropping DLC characters right now, and especially with Sephiroth just joining the roster. Are you kidding me? Why would you not go buy this game? Now, Breath of the Wild. What makes this game so unique is that to this very day. This is three years after this game has been released. People are still discovering how to use the mechanics of this game. It's so unique. I don't know if they intentionally did this or if it was a fluke and they just went with it, but this game... and. When it first came out, a lot of developers, a lot of people who were in the game development world looked to this game and was like, this is something special. This is something special. And it's because you can always return to this game and it will still feel fresh. Going to this game, every time I go to this or turn on this game, I just smile. I've beaten this game probably like three times. And I just smile. I just smile. It's so it's so fun. Um uh, Mario Odyssey sitting at twenty point twenty three million. Um, Sword and Shield is sitting at 20.35 million. Super Mario Party, which a lot of people, a lot of people in the gaming media pretty much said that this game is not going to sell. And that game is sitting at 13.82 million units sold. See, they keep failing to remember because, see, you know how most modern gamers, let's just talk about most modern gamer personalities, media, and all that. They tend to think, excuse me, I'm sorry about that, but back to my point, a lot of these personalities, and most of them are adults and stuff like that, they tend to think in a... in their world, like, okay, I'm not inviting a lot of people over to play games. However, that being said, that being said, there are a lot of families, members, a lot of families out there who bought this game because it's fun. Yes, they bought the, the system for their child, but they also want to be you know, they also want to engage with their child with this game. It's a way how to figure out what your child is playing at the moment. Um, why wouldn't it be that high? Pokemon, Let's Go, Pikachu, and Eevee is sitting at 13 million, um, 13 million sold. Splatoon, Two is sitting at eleven point nine million sold, and New Super Mario U Deluxe, which a lot of people 
thought that that game for them to um, is almost sitting at 10 million, which is 9.82 million systems. I mean, um, game sold. You know what? I have not bought that game. I haven't. I I enjoyed it on the Wii, but um, I'll get it. I'll get it. I just haven't had the um. I just I I I just didn't want to play it. I didn't I I I didn't want to buy it. I probably I know I played it on the Wii U, but um, ain't completed on the Wii U. It's a beautiful game. It's fun. It's just that I was like, oh no. But I am buying Super Mario 3D World. And I'm also, um, in the Spouse Fury. I'm sorry there, right there. I just went blank. I had a, a moment. <laughs> Congratulations, Nintendo. You are exceeding everybody's expectation of you with these games. And there are plenty other games that's underneath here that are millions of sellers. Nintendo fans? And a lot of... A lot of people are like, yeah, but y'all don't buy third parties. So listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The reason why a lot of people who are on the fence with third parties when it comes to Nintendo is because we see greatness in front of us from the parent company. This is what this system can do. And yes, when you go third parties, they have to factor in that they have bigger teams, but they are also going multi-plat. And it's different. You can't optimize for certain systems. You have to make it a baseline and they go from there on up. But it's like I can get you. I know I can get you on sale. The only one that I've seen that really, really, really impressed me was the um, Witcher 3 port. The Witcher 3 port on the Nintendo Switch impressed me. This is something that it's like when you are constantly used to the best, I can buy third parties on my PS5 and on my Xbox series. I can do all that. But when it comes to when a quality game comes out, I know I can always count on Nintendo. I just know it. These people put their passion and dedicate say when you get that stamp you remember that seal of um the seal of nintendo when you get that seal of nintendo you know this is a game you're going to want to um to play and not only that that their games has legs and and 
Yes, they're still selling them at $60 a pop. Now, Sony had their financial reports. Right now, they sold 4.5 million um, PS5s. And the PS4 is sitting at 115 million. Miles Morales only sold four point one million copies sold. I want you guys to understand what I'm saying here. Miles Morales is one of Sony's PS5 launch games. It's also available on the PS4. And it's a good game. You have a a fan base. Not a fan base, but an install base of 110. Not 100 because they they barely sold 2 million in their last quarter. Um, so, 110 plus install base on the PS4 and the 4.5 install base, which majority of those systems were bought off by bots. So, I would wager to say worldwide right now, probably like four point one of those um, systems are sold. They, they've been purchased, don't get me wrong, because of the bots. But as far as them selling to the regular Joe, yeah, probably like 4.1 of those systems have been sold. That being said, there is no reason, none whatsoever, that this game should be at 4.1 million. Now, it's good, but there's no reason why it should be at 4.1 million. And a lot of people are, a lot of personalities in, you know, gaming media are, are trying to, they're trying to shift it and let me explain. They're trying to shift it where they're 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 just focusing on the PS5 numbers. And they're saying that the PS5 um that games that system is hard to get and whatnot. That is true. That very well is true. But you still have on the 110 million plus install base 
for the game is readily available. And here's the thing. I'm not saying that you can't play. Some people may very well want to wait. But i rather... I know what I did. I purchased it on the PS4. Because it was an instant free upgrade on the PS5. I know. It's... But that's the thing. You can play this game and can want to play it again with all its glitz and glamours and, I mean, you know, the upgrades. You can do that again. Just ask Nintendo fans. We do that. Hello, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. The truth of the matter is, is that I've always said this when it came to Sony fans and some Microsoft fans. There are far too many casuals that are literally on your systems. People, people will go out of their way to play Call of Duty. Or FIFA when it comes to the PlayStation. I mean 4.1 and the last number for um for Call of Duty what is over 10? Y'all keep screaming. They keep screaming that they're the best, but yet you guys don't buy your games. That is a PlayStation exclusive. Now, it's they're they're letting people know that um, the PlayStation as well as the Xbox Series, those systems are going to be even more harder. They're going to be more harder to find because of their chips. Those chips are hard to make, and those chips power those systems. And AMD let Sony and Microsoft know, hey, we're going to have to dial it back because it's hard to manufacture these chips and get the components for these chips. And it will, in, it will, in fact, affect these numbers during this quarter and the next one. PlayStation 5 and Series X will not be, will not be starting to be readily available, probably into the middle of this year. You remember when I told you guys last week? These systems are not ready. The thing here is, is this. Microsoft let you guys know. And this is no shade to Sony. But however, Sony didn't communicate that. Now you know that they're selling this game at a loss. 
But because of what's going on with the pandemic and how these how things are shifting right now, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to. I don't know how they're going to fix this like they should. But I'm hopeful. I know they're going to get it together. I'm not that naive. That being said, I just hope that they, you know, I just hope, I would hope they figure out a way how to beat these bots when it comes to sales. And that's the only reason why people are not looking at these consoles, these next-gen consoles at the moment, because these bots are buying them all up. I'm not paying over the retail price for these systems. It's not worth it to me. And keep in mind, there are a lot of people in this world right now that are broke. So, they have to sort that out. They have to sort it out. And I hope they sort it out sooner than later. And, and, again, a lot of these games, a lot of their games are being delayed. A lot. And this is on both platforms. Um, Activision just came out and said that they're not going to be able to um, release Overwatch 2 this year. That it's going to be released next year. Diablo 4 is going to be released next year. Hopefully. This 2020, they shouldn't have released it. I'm talking about both systems. They shouldn't have been released. They've been released two years in advance. This year, I don't know. I don't know. And don't get me wrong, games are coming out. And they're going to be good games. That being said, like the PlayStation 5 for me right now, there's a drought. And I did. And I, I, I did. I did enjoy um, Demon Souls. I enjoyed that game. But like I said, it was an experience. It was a journey. But that journey in. That's why I went right back to Animal Crossing. I know that's going to be a game that I can play. Because right now I'm playing... Consistently is Animal Crossing, Overwatch, and Fortnite. I know that I can play medium on my series, but I had to be in a proper space for that. Uh, oh my god, if we're going on far too long about these games. Um, what else happened this week? And 
gaming. Oh, the Mass Effect Remaster are legendary. Um, it looks gorgeous. We have a trailer out right now. Um, the DLC will not be readily available because it's a bug breaking a, a, a game breaking bug in the DLC. I'm sure it's gonna come um, as soon as they sort that out. But that game looks gorgeous. Will I be picking it up? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm not gonna pick that game up. I'm not. It doesn't. It doesn't. I I get it. You got a lot of Mass Effect fans. If they they them they love the first one. They love the second one. They hated the third one. Um. It just never spoke to me. It never spoke to me. It's just. I don't know. Maybe it's because when I heard the lore and I got it, and I was like, I don't, I'm not okay. I don't know. But um, everyone is excited for that game. That game will be coming, or it's set at May 14, 2021. Like I said, it's a, and they're interested in bringing that to the Nintendo Switch. It won't be as gorgeous, but they're still interested in bringing it there because, again, I keep telling you guys, when it comes to the PlayStation, Xbox, PC world, they buy those games at a discount. Everyone always have a backlog. I know I have a backlog on my my Xbox or my PlayStation because I am going to be upfront. Unless the game is really, really good, like Demon Souls, I'm always hard to get on sale. Assassin's Creed, I'm waiting for it. Well, it's on sale right now, but I'm waiting for it to where it gets like. Because Assassin's Creed games, I don't play. But I want it there if I wanted to. I bought Origins like for $8. Have I turned it on? No. Um, They just have good sales. And I just wait for it to be on sale and then I'll buy it. Uh, Skyforge for the Nintendo Switch now have a trailer. Uh, Prince, of, Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake has been delayed again. Um, the world ends with you. Um, the animated series um, has another trailer. Yeah, those are the only ones that really, like, you know, hit the top stories right now. Yeah, I think that's it. As far as for gaming. 
and those with your top stories in gaming. Your top stories in pop culture. Oh, oh my god, there's so much to cover. Oh my god, there's so much to cover. LeBron James went after this, this young. Let me hold on. Let me stop. Let's rewind. There was this young woman. (laughs) No, no, we're going to keep it real. There was this young 25-year-old woman who looks 45. They went to her and her husband. Okay, so they was at a game. This was a game, um, LA Lakers versus um, the Atlantic Hawks. Now her and her husband, who's is Chris Carlos, her name is Julia Carlos. Um, her husband is a longtime Hawks fan. And he's also a documented anti-LeBron James fan. Okay, he decides to go with his wife, take her to the game. It was courtside. Why was it courtside? It's beyond me, considering this pandemic is going on. And other people can't get in, but they can. But here's the thing. You can get in this game, but why it has to be so close to them? That's the first thing. He was heckling. LeBron James. Now, she decided to step in and to cut LeBron James out. LeBron James responded to her in kind. And they were both ejected out of the game, out of the, not out of the game, but out of the, um, the stadium. First of all, she shouldn't have been there. Second of all, he shouldn't have been there. Third of all, why in the world are y'all heckling these players? I don't know. I've never been that close to the court side. I've only been to the baseball, I mean basketball game. See what I'm talking about right here? <laughs> I've only been to a basketball game probably three times in my life. One was at the Chicago Stadium for the Bulls. What was that one called? Oh, whatever. Um, and two college games. And I still didn't find it, like, exhilarating. Not, not to say that the games weren't good. It's just that I'm like, okay. Because me personally, I just don't like, I'm going off on a tangent. Sorry. So this little heifer decides that she wants to jump up and try to, you know, cuss him out. Now, she has since come out. She made a, you know, 
Anaji Pulse, cussing him out, condemning his actions and whatnot. She since came out and apologized. Look, girl, you spend far too much money to be going at a game to be heckling someone. Let me tell you something. If I'm spending over $100 to go to any event, I am not going to make it an experience that is a bad one. I can tell you that much. I will not be heckling them at this um, at this game because the fact of it is, is that I paid too much money to be sitting up in here. But it was her husband and she decided to pop off. Go sit down. Sit all the way down. Now, they, they have a, um, because they're not banned from doing it, but they, they can't be there for like, I think six, for the rest of the season. I think this season, they can't come back. Like, really? I don't think they should have been banned, but I don't even think they should have been It's just, I don't know how you spend all that money for these tickets and you go off like that, like, girl. Some people have too much disposable income, if you ask me. After that was done, um... The R&B princess, Chloe Bailey, um, you know, she goes on IG and she has a conversation about, um, the harassment and, 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 and how people have been treating her via social media because she has been finding her confidence in her body. She shared that she has these struggles and that she's now in a place where she loves her body and she likes what she's doing with the musically and stuff like that. And yes, Chloe Bailey, I don't, you know, Chloe Haley, Chloe X Haley, you know, the the, the door, the that RB princesses at the moment. And it will be queen. You can guarantee that. But when they perform, girl, girl, Chloe, Chloe gives me all the life that I need. That girl, that young lady, who is like 22 right now. Listen, a lot of people have been coming for her because they thought that she is performing, like, too sexual and whatnot. Girl, listen. Stop it. Now, when I saw her perform, I, I said, I said, she's getting into it. She has, and I've always looked at that, like, okay, let's see what I was like. The girl is ready. She's ready. She's ready. But, I've been there. I know what she's going through. I've been there. When you 
are at a place where your mind and your body is at it's just sinking girl if you have it flaunted she should never never have been harassed about her loving her body she is good the girl is not only is she gorgeous God, I feel like I'm objecting to objectifying her but I'm just trying to keep him you know I'm keeping this here she loves her body she loves where she's at you know every woman I know including myself we struggle with weight and you can be thin and you can struggle with weight but when you get to a place where you are like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm nice. I'm nice right now. Girl, you want to show it off. Why shouldn't she? And yes, I understand that we've seen these young ladies. Since they were so small. But, um, they are growing up. They are growing up. And so, we have to get used to that. And we cannot be condemning her on her her performances. The girl is performing right now. And she addressed that like off camera or something like that. She's a nurse. She's very reserved. Beyonce is the same way. I know most performers are the same way. When you get up on that stage and you get that adoration from that crowd, everything comes out. So, I don't like that women are attacking her. I hate that guys are attacking her. But, leave that girl alone. Leave that young lady alone. Let her love herself. Encourage her to be body confidence. To have body confidence, not be. Oh my God, what does that mean? Um, Chloe girl, screw them. If this is where you are right now, I celebrate it. I celebrate it because she's not doing anything. There are other celebrities I know who are doing the most. So, that's all I got to say. Now, Little Uzi Vert decided to put a a diamond in the middle of his forehead surgically implanted a diamond in the middle of his forehead I'm not going to give you guys the number of what it could possibly be I don't care the fact is is that the young man put a diamond in the middle of his forehead
you know, it comes to a point where, um, it comes to a point where if you are a hip-hop fan or if you are I'll just keep it here. If you are a fan of Lil Uzi Bird, you have to say to yourself, hey, hey, no, no. This is what I mean by doing the most. Stop promoting stuff like this. Start calling them what they are. Like that's a sweetheart. No. Refer him to a therapist. Refer him to... Because I I like uniqueness. I think that you should be unique. But it's like, this is not... You know what? I'm not even going to say this is not him because this very well may be him. That being said... I don't know. I, you know what? You know what? This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to to wait for him to have an interview. I want to hear his sign because right now they're just reporting. But I want to hear from him. What is this about? And if it's valid, and if it may be valid to him and him along, and that's just fine. But if it's valid, okay. But if it's not valid. us as hip-hop fans we need to you know we need to start checking them checking on them after that broke Trey Song's sex tape was released or a clip of it I'm wondering, like, can we talk, or can we, like, I'm gonna keep it, like, I don't know how to approach this, I've been trying to figure this out for a long time, guys, because this story has brought some things to light. Why, how do I approach this? Oh my. Trey songs. Allegedly, this is this alleged. This, I think it's him. I truly believe that it's him. I a lot of and and, and someone else. I'm a second this around just follow me for a second Trey Songs is hung hung now a lot of girls were gagging no pun intended on what they saw 
and tried to, you know, you know, they, they commented on why was the woman not performing well and that how they may have did better. Um, Trey Psalms When I saw Trey Songs and his, um, you know, sometimes we have like IG the photos of him in his underwear. You know how guys get, you know, when they get fit, they like to go to the mirror and they like to, you know, so off their, you know, their games and whatnot. Um, I knew he was hung in, but my God, I didn't know he had that. Between his legs, like my God, brave souls. Some women are brave souls. Um, but he is. People like him. Not people like him, but you know what I mean. But when I say people like who had who had those, it's a it's a it's a coin toss because some of them have it and don't know how to work it, but he knows how to work his. And I just he he expressed that he has kinks. You remember those two, um, Kiki Palmer? She said that he he was very misog- very misogynistic, even in Vita, he's very misogynistic. Um, and you remember those porn stars? Those porn stars that was like, and they was like, everyone was condemning them and everything like this, but now since people saw that take, and that started to, like, of course, they're all, you know, like, oh my god, it's so big. But, wasn't it like a couple of months ago that he tried to, you know, harass Kiki Palmer, and now that we've seen it, and and now every woman is like, oh, I just want it. I'm like, you know, he is the type of guy that you don't want nothing to do with. I know, I know that sounds way left field. Follow me. There are certain guys. Who you've seen with this you can just know like why is she with him and then you just instantly come to my good dick he has good dick Trey Song has good dick he just has good dick and he has money but Trey Song's also he also doesn't know how to use he has he's abused his power towards women and so they need to sort that out the best way they know how It's a it's a cute video if you want to see it. 
you can possibly find it on the internet. I mean, it was running up and down Twitter t- timeline just a couple of days ago. But, um, uh, and was I impressed? When I saw it, I did see it, and I was impressed. Like, I was impressed, but I know, I, I was like, okay, this is for this moment. I'm going to congratulate him because he knows what he's doing. But would I engage with him, even if that was on the table? No, because I know those type of guys. And they are not good. It's out there for the world. It's it's big, but oh god, that was too big. That was too much. That's too much. That's just my personal opinion. That's too much. That being said, there are it. God, see, I was about to be messy. I was about to be messy, and I'm already messy here. Um, the Golden Globe nominations have been released. And we're just gonna go over a couple of them. Um, Best Motion Picture, The Father, Mank, I don't know. Nomadland, I don't know, I don't even know. I don't even, Promising Young Woman? Everyone is talking about Promising Young Woman. I've never seen it. The Trial of the, the, the Chicago 7. That was interesting. I remember watching that. Um, Best performances by an actress in a motion picture. Um, Viola Davis, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andrea Day, The United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby, Peace of a Woman, Frances Norman, um, No Man Man, Karen McGulligan, Promising Young Woman. They're probably going to give it to Viola Davis. Uh, best performance by an actor in a motion picture is Osmond, Sound of Metal, Chad Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. He's not going to get that. Um, Anthony Hopkins, The Father, Gary Allman Mink, and Tahir Rahim, The Manchurian. They're probably going to give it to Riz. He did a great job. That movie, Sound of Music, is on Amazon. That's a good movie. Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Borat, Substantial Movie Film. Hamilton. Music. Palm Springs. And The Palm. They're going to give it to Hamilton. Uh, best performance by an actress in a motion picture musical or comedy. Maria Blakalova. Maria Blakalova. That's the Borat film. Um, Kate Hudson Music. Michelle Pfeiffer French Exit. Rosamund Pike, I Care A Lot, Anna Taylor, Joy, Emma. They're going to give it to Anna Taylor, Joy. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Social Karen Baron, Social Baron Cohen. 
they're going to give it to him. Um, James Corden, the prom. Lynn Manuel Miranda. Hamilton, David, Dave Patel, the personal history of David Copperfield, and Andy Sandberg, Palm Spring. This is difficult. This is difficult. I want it to go to Dave Patel. But we're thinking about politics here, and I think I'll say this much. Dave Patel or Sasha Baron Cohen deserves it, but they may, and they may, they might give it to um Andy Samper. Just it's just a curveball. Best motion picture animated: The Crudes, Onwards, Over the Moon, Soul, Wolfwalkers. They're gonna give that to Soul. Um, best motion picture, foreign language, another round, Denmark, La Laronia, Guatemala, France, The Life Ahead, Italy, Minari, USA, The Two of Us, French, and U.S., I, I have not seen either one of those movies. I'm going to be honest with you guys. So, that's a toss-up. Best performances by an actress in a supporting role of any motion picture. Glenn Coase, Hillbilly L. Glugy, Olivia Colman, The Father, Jodie Foster, The Mortuary, The Marturarian, Marturarian, Amanda Siegfried, Mank, Helena Zingel, News of the World. I have not seen any of these movies. God, what am I doing with my life? Uh, Best performance by an actor in a supporting role. Um, they probably give that that last one. I'm sorry, guys. That last one probably goes to Glenn Close. Um, best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. Sasha Baron Cohen, The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Daniel Kuala. Judas and the Black Messiah, Jared Leto, The Little Things. Now, let's get into, hold on, side. The Little Things sucked. I, I, I felt the way about it. And Jared Leto in that movie, he shouldn't even get the, he shouldn't even got the reckon, reckon, um, the recognition, because he was so... You shouldn't have got it. Um, Bill Murray on the rocks. Leslie Odom Jr. One night in Miami. Leslie Odom Jr. might get this. Because if you haven't seen that movie, it's a good movie. That is such a good movie. One night in Miami is a great film. But they may give it, they might give it to Sasha. I mean Sasha. 
Um, and I can't stay and think about Daniel because I haven't seen that movie yet. Because he's a great actor. Uh, Best Direction, Emerald Fennell, Promising Young Woman, David Venture, Mank, Regina King, One Night in Miami. I hope she gets that. Aaron Sorkin, The Child of Chicago 7, Chloe Zhao, Nomadland. Nomadland. They probably give it to Regina King. I want Chloe Zhao to get it. Um, best screenplay, motion picture. Emerald Fennell, Promising Young Woman, Jack Fincher, Mank, Aaron Sorkin, The Trial of the Chicago Seven, Florence Zeller, Christopher Hampton, The Father, and Chloe Zhao, No Man Land. Now here's the thing. The best screenplay may go to Chloe, and then they may give the best director to um, Regina King. Um, original score. Alexandre Desplat, The Midnight Sky, Louis Garrison, Tenet, James Newton Horton, News of the World, Trent Rizar, Atticus Ross, Mank, and Trent Rizka, Rinsner, Rinsner, Atticus Ross, or not Atticus Ross, Atticus Ross, and John Batiste. So, hold on. Now, Trent Reznor, if you don't know, he's very grunge, and he's been not, always been the lead of Nine Inch Nails. He's been doing a lot of good music, not in his genre. So, congratulations to him. I hope they, I hope Saul gets it. Uh, best original song, Fight For You, Judas and the Black Messiah, music by her, Dirt and Lee II, Hear My Voice, The Trial of the Chicago 7, music by Daniel Primberton, R.A.C., The Life Ahead, Diane Warren, um, Speak Now, One Night in Miami, music by Leslie Odom Jr., Sam Ashworth, The Tigress or Tigress in Tweeds, the United States versus Billie Holiday, music by Andrea, Andrea Day and Raphael Sadiq. Oh my God, I want, I want it. I want that to win. That or fight for you. Um, best television drama. The Crown will get it. I wish Lovecraft Country would have gotten it. The Mandalorian, Ozark, and Ratchet. Now, let's get this out the way. I cannot understand for the life of me how the fuck did y'all not add, I may destroy you? 
that you're not that I don't even know who the fuck I don't even know Ratchet I may destroy you should have been on that should have been there um I'm gonna give you guys three more and then we'll we'll leave it there because there's a lot of um things so Best performance by an actress in a TV series drama. Olivia Coleman, The Crown, she's gonna get that. Um, Jodie Comer, Killing Eve. Emma Corrin, The Crown. Oh no, Emma might get that. She plays Elizabeth, um, she plays, um, Lady Di. Lady Diana, Princess Diana. Um, Lori Linney, or Child, nobody cares. Sarah Paulson, Paulson, Ratchet, Commandant. It's between The Crown. Best performance by an actor, Jason Bateman, and Ozark. Josh Connor, The Crown. He may get that. Um, Bob Oldenkirk, Better Call Saul, Al Pacino, Hunters. And Matthew Reese and Perry Mason. Yeah, they're gonna give that to um, Josh O'Connor. The, the crown is gonna swing. Cause it's too, it's too, it's too. Everyone was engaged in that series. Everyone was engaged. Um, best television series: Emily in Paris, The Flight Attendant. The Great, I like that. Ted Lasso and Schitt's Creek. I want The Great to win. Best performance by an actor in a musical or comedy. Don Cheadle, Black Monday, Nicholas Holtz, The Great. He was okay, but I, I didn't... Eugene Levy, Shit Creek, Jason Sudukas, Ted Lasso, Rami Yousaf. Rami Yousaf needs to win this. He is a great actor. Yes, he's a comedian at first, but he is a very good actor. And, um, best television limited series. Anthology series or motion picture made for television. Normal people on Hulu, The Queen's Gambit, that's probably gonna get it. Um, small acts that deserves to win. Um, The Undoing, it was cute. Unorthodox. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to see this. Um, I'm going to see it this year. I'm mad that they didn't add I May Destroy You. I'm really angry. 
um we've been going on for far too long guys so um those were the top stories this week and um yeah we're in there and those were your top stories in pop culture It looks like we've come to the end of another great episode here on Cheap Thrills. Thank you for listening, and I've been your host, Ophelia. And I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Cheap Girls Podcast 01.